Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 135 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. I'm Florence. Oh, and this episode is sponsored by Emily Caroli. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks, Emily. You're a peach. Oh, Emily, you plum. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we will be discussing Chapter 10 of Harry Potter in the Order of the Phoenix. Luna Lovegood. Luna. Oh, it's Luna. She's a little loony. So make sure you've read the chapter and you're ready to... bamboozle your way <laughs> through the details. Megan! You've got some news for our weekly profit. <laughs> I'm I done. Do. I'm not I doing do. it anymore. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> um, so we have some sad news and some good news. Give me the sad first. The sad news is Rupert Grant canceled his appearance in Dallas, as did a lot of other celebrities. I am shocked that they have not canceled the con yet. As As of of right now. now. Oh my gosh! Are you like in my brain? On the 12th of March, less than one month to my birthday. For those of you in the... Yeah, correct. Big time future. For the the people in the future, hopefully all is well. Um, But... (laughs) As of right now, the con is still on. The Fan Expo Dallas is still on. Rupert canceled, and I think so has Swish. Yeah. Yeah. It's that? It's only safe. I love how Katie doesn't say anything. We're all like, yeah. And Katie's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we will not be going to Dallas. That being said, we definitely plan on visiting Dallas another time. Yes. We're just yes. going to like move our flights just to like go to the city. Maybe Tiff can join us if we go during the summer. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Who knows? It could just be the three of us still, but um. You know, we're still going to do a meetup if we go probably maybe June. Yeah. Um, so 
we're definitely um we're definitely gonna come still just not in two weeks or one week from when this episode comes out um but good news is we hopefully um virus pending will be going to orlando the at the end of april for a weekend and we plan on doing a little mini meetup in Orlando on Saturday, April 25th. 25th. Surprise! So surprise, Orlando. We're coming home! <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be in Orlando because flights are super inexpensive right now. And, <laughs> and we're nuts. Why not? But again, depending on how things are going yeah. here in Ohio and, and, and in, in Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's tentative. So we really won't know 100% until closer to the date if we're going to be there. But... Yes. You plan on if everything goes according to plan, you will be there. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, no Dallas, but we're coming to Orlando. We will be coming to Dallas. We'll let you know dates when we know it. Um, we're sorry that we had to cancel, but just for our safety, for your guys' safety, mm-hmm. Ohio, where we are in Ohio, there's cases. So I just, you know, who knows? One of us could be a carrier. We could come to Dallas. We could get it in Dallas, bring more back to Ohio. It's just not worth it. So yeah. It is what it is. <clears throat> and that's all I got. These are mad times we live in. Mad. mad. <laughs> what a time to be alive, you know? Yeah, I know. Okay, Tiffany. It's time for the r- 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 recap. You got to read it either like Florence or like Harriet. Or you Terry. Oh, these, these are, these oh are very hard choices. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I did Harriet, I got lightheaded. <laughs> do, <laughs> do Florence. Do Florence. Do Florence. <laughs> All right. I'm not that good at it, though. You're perfect You're great at, at it. Terriet. That's true. You only do have. You only she gives her heart and soul when yeah. she does Terriet. And then you don't have to talk again for a while. Okay. That's true. Ready? Right. It's time for the gang to get ready to head back to Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> but not before Mrs. Weasley throws a body. <laughs> But Harry doesn't feel much like partying. And when he slips away, <laughs> he found Mrs. Weasley cornered by a not-so-friendly pocket. <laughs> well done, well it's done. Okay. I was trying not to laugh, but I knew that you were going to laugh. Buddy! <laughs> Florence should do the summary. True. It's yes. been a long time. I know, it's been too long. You do, Terriet. No, Harriet. Whatever. What Wait, she's names? Harriet. I'm, I'm Harriet. Harriet. I think she's I messed Harriet. up. Harry and you, Terry. Yeah. All right. Take a forward. chill. No, you do your raspy whatever. <clears throat> I don't know if I could do it for that long. <clears throat> Today is the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hogwarts Express Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's so loud. <laughs> The Grim tags along. Harry's friends leave him alone with Ginny. Oh, but soon they have a meetup with Neville and his <laughs> <Yes>. new plant. <laughs> and Harry meets a new and interesting friend. Her name is Luna Lovegood. Uh, the prefects patrol Malfoy Malfoys, and uh, they get off the train. And whoa, <laughs> there are things suddenly pulling the horseless carriages to school. What? That is brand new information. Hagrid is not there. But uh, let's just stop and take a moment, because where's my Hagrid? But don't worry, because Harry's just as sane as Luna is. Oh, boy. As Sarah said in the chat, <laughs> Harry Potter, as told by Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Wazowski! 
<laughs> you didn't file your paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times you slipped into Florence. I know. <laughs> like Florence is like, I can't say she was my first one because it was Suzanne. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we have Suzanne first. But Florence is the one that I've done the most. <laughs> You're the most connected to Florence. I feel like. Oh my like, god! Like and when I was like on the high of doing Florence all the time on the podcast, I would talk in my real life. Ooh, hello. And I'd be like, people are probably thinking I'm crazy. Like oh, I'm just saying words in like Florence's accent. <laughs> uh, the chat is giving Tiffany, me Let's life. talk about the red section. All right. All right. So Harry, <laughs> <laughs> I said all right a little in Florencey. All right. All right. Uh, Harry had trouble sleeping that night, so in his dreams were his parents, Mrs. Weasley sobbing over a dead creature, and Ron and Hermione were watching over her wearing their crowns, and then Harry walking down a corridor, ending in a locked door. He woke up with his scar prickling to find that Ron was already awake and was talking to him. Oh, his scar was prickling. I wonder if that's the Horcrux. Or it could be his seer abilities. <laughs> or it could just be his teenage hormones. could be his seer abilities. It's like an antenna. I think that was just the fact <laughs> that he realized that Ron beat him in something. So yeah. he was, his pride was hurt and it came through a scar. Sure, yeah. that's logical. <laughs> his pride prickled through his scar. Pride prickle. Pride prickle. Of course, they overslept and Molly is going to possibly go ballistic because they are going to miss the train. There's a lot going on in the morning, including some more Fred and George magic. And I did not remember this. I didn't either. Okay. So, quote, from what he had heard, as he dressed at top speed, Harry gathered that Fred and George had bewitched their trunks to fly downstairs to save their brother. Um, to save the bother. <laughs> save their brother! <laughs> To save the bother of carrying them with the result that they had hurtled straight into Ginny and knocked her down two flights of stairs into (laughs) the hall. But like, thank God for like their medicine and stuff, because like that could hurt for days. And they probably just gave her flights. That's what you get for being like that. Two flights. So Mrs. Black obviously the portrait not the person and mrs weasley both screaming at the top of their voices could have done her a serious injury you idiots filthy half breeds besmirching the house of my father's whatever i can't read today (laughs) (laughs) i want that as merch it's an angry it's an angry sarah holding it and it just says Anyways, two quality moms momming, right? Okay. Sure. So Hermione is flustered. She came in with Hedwig on her shoulder. And I said, I think that's cute because Hedwig is a quality bird. She had a cat in her hand and a bird on her shoulder. And I said, I want this drawn. So I need our listeners to draw me Hermione with Crookshanks in her arms and Hedwig on her shoulder. Oh, I want that. That's mm. cute. Hedwig had just returned from delivering a letter from Hermione's parents because, as we know, she borrowed Hedwig to tell them about making Prefect. So Harry asks about Jenny. That's cute. You want to know about your wife. (laughs) And we find out that Molly has fixed her all back up, but now there's an issue with Sturgis Podmore. So... Sturgis Podmore was supposed to be part of the guard to complete it as they go to the train station. 
Isn't this the dude in the movie that has like a fishtail hat? I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? It? it literally looks like a like a fishtail. I don't. Up. I don't. Know. I totally Watch didn't know that you put this in your notes, and I put it in my section too. Sturgis Podmore. Yeah. Okay. okay. He's actually a super important character. Yeah. Like super important. So, Sturgis Podmore was a wizard and a member of the Order of the Phoenix. He fought both in the first and second Wizarding Wars. Was also a member of Harry's advance guard. Pretty much just Harry's. Let's be serious. So, in 1995, Podmore was put under the Imperious Curse by Death Eaters, probably Malfoy, um, who made him break into the Department of Mysteries, and he was sentenced to six months in Azkaban for the break-in. Yep. It's pretty crazy. So, Sturgis. He, he's missing at the moment, but we know that he was in the first Wizarding War because <clears throat> when Moody goes over the picture, he goes, Sturgis Podmore, blimey, he looks young. Mm-hmm. So if he's looking young there, like all of them were super young. So he was probably around, you think, Harry's parents' age? Because they were super young for that first war. You know what I mean? I Are you talking about Sturgis Podmore? Yeah. The internet says he was born in 57. How does the internet know that? I don't know. What I is the I site? I didn't look super close at it. I just Googled his name and that was like on the sidebar. Is it the <clears> wiki? <throat> is it that one site you were talking no. about last night? <laughs> Harry Albus Potter. Dot com. No. <laughs> it's .net. Um, I don't know hundred percent. Let me go look back at it. Okay. Um, and see why that would make it. him only three years older than James though. Yeah. So he's young. So that'd be yeah, close. Still pretty young. Uh, fandom.com. Um, Harry fandom. fandom. Interesting. I'll click and look. Okay. With the, that's one of the wikias that I've used in the past. Yeah. This one's yeah. typically correct. And I, yeah. um, why would she give a birthday for him? It's saying 50. Well, I don't, this is what it says. Born. Why not? Sometime between September 8th, 1956 and September 7th, 1957. So I don't know. Hmm. I don't know about all that. Oh, I know why. Because they say, okay. Yeah, it's I apologize. I apologize. Okay. So an article from the Daily Prophet was in Order of the Phoenix. And it says, Sturgis Podmore, 38. Yeah. That's why we know. Of uh, number two, Laburnum Gardens, Clapham, 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 Clap, Clap on, Clap off, Clap off, Clap on, Clap off, it's Clapper, Clapper. <laughs> <laughs> so has appeared in front of the Whizgiz, charged with trespassing and attempted robbery at the Ministry of Magic on the thirty-first of August. Podmore was arrested by Ministry of Magic <laughs> Watch Wizard Eric Munch. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> who found him attempting to force his way through the top security door at one o'clock in the morning. Podmore, who refused to speak in his own defense, was convicted on both charges and sentenced to six months in Owl's Cabin. Eric Munch Eric saving Munch. the day. Let's like, talk about the fact that Eric Munch mm. is the wizard of 2020. Mm-hmm. 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 Me? Okay, <laughs> Megan. Okay, so, you know, I don't call on students who do that. (laughs) (laughs) You said that he was found August 31st. August 31st. would be the night before we are at in the book, which means the reason he's not there is because he has been caught. Caught. He's been caught. That's why he didn't show up. He's been caught by Eric Munch. Having some brunch. And maybe some lunch. Just munching on some I have a hunch. 
that they don't serve lunch at Al's Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> he I stop eating his midnight brunch. Literally, you guys, I'm really sorry I yelled at you. It's it okay. Amazing. We'll put a little note. I just got really excited when I saw Watch Wizard <laughs> Eric Munch. Can we be serious? Oh. I love that you keep saying that in this episode. We can't be him, okay? Oh, my gosh. No one can be serious. So, anywho, after Voldemort's return to full power in 95, Podmore returned to the Order of the Phoenix, contributing to their efforts. Um, Yeah. So he was supposed to escort Mr. Potter. Did not. They tried to use him to break in and get the stuff, the weapon. No deal. No deal, guys. No deal. Sorry. Anywho, guard, said Harry. We have to go to King's Cross with a guard. You have to go to King's Cross with a guard, (laughs) Hermione corrected him. Why, said Harry irritably. I thought Voldemort was supposed to be lying low. Are you telling me he's going to jump out from behind a dustbin and try to do me in? (laughs) I don't... (laughs) I just liked this section. (laughs) I don't know. It's just what Mad-Eye says, said Hermione, distractedly looking at her watch. But if we don't leave soon, we're definitely going to miss the train. I also feel like that's a kind of a snarky response from Hermione being like, no, you need an arm, Mm -hmm. like a guard or whatever. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would almost be like more of a Ron thing, be like... I don't have to go anywhere with the guard. You do. She honestly, but she's like, it says she says it distractedly. So I feel like she's like way too busy to have this conversation with things that Harry should already know. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't have time for this. (laughs) And then Molly's losing it. And by the way, I'm calling her Molly because I'm too tired of typing (laughs) Mrs. Weasley out. Anybody else? No. Did you see what Vinny said in the chat? I did not. He was protecting the Hall of Prophecies, also known as the <laughs> Hall of Hunches. <laughs> no. Did, did you see what Brandon said, too? He said they had a hunch about Eric Brunch. Oh, about Eric Munch eating lunch there. And he responded with a counter punch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Eric Munch, the greatest creative. What? I don't know. Creation? No, character. I think it's what I meant to say. Oh. The greatest creative. <laughs> Mind of our generation. Creation <laughs> in the universe. So Molly's yelling up to them because they need to live right. Leave, like right meow. Why can I not right? speak? Am meow. I? Am I? I'm the new Sarah. Yep. We're just jazzed tonight. That's all. I'm just jazzed. I'm jazzed. I'm just excited to be laughing and having fun. It's been Same. rough. It's been a rough day. Yeah been a rough week actually so all the peeps are clamoring down the stairs and mrs black's portrait is howling with rage it's a scene harry is to go with mrs weasley tonks mrs weasley and tonks and moody's going to deal with all of the luggage and so just as he's finding out this information a bear-like black dog appears at his side molly tells the dog no (laughs) Sit. Bad he doesn't, doesn't listen. That. <laughs> that Dumbledore said no, but he doesn't listen, and Mrs. Weasley doesn't really have time to deal with this at the moment. So she's like, "All right, basically on your head if you come." Like he's just you know a not well trained dog. Totally on you. He's wild pooch. He needs to go to puppy school. <laughs> Tonks is waiting for them just up the street, and quote, an old woman greeted them on the corner. She had tightly curled gray hair and wore a purple hat shaped like a pork pie. But what is a pork pie? Is it a pie with pork in it? It's a hat. Also called the English pastry hat. The pork pie got its name from (laughs) telescope crown, which features a slight lip around the upper edge of the crown. Therefore, looks similar to a traditional English meat pie. Picture a... uh, What's that guy's name? Squatty top hat. No, 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 no. Walter White. meat pies in London. Walter White. There was pies in London. Right? 
Walter That White. was really he bad. He wears a hat. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't agree with me. You should always say I'm better. Heisenberg. Heisenberg. Sure. Well, we find out a little bit more about the relationship that Arthur has with the minister right now. Because, quote, Mad I wanted to wait for Sturgis. If only Arthur could have gotten us cars from the ministry again, but Fudge wouldn't let him borrow so much as an empty ink bottle these days. But think about how much that has changed in less than a year. Yeah. What a joik. Yeah. <laughs> but it really shows you like how Fudge is. You know what I mean? Well, we knew how Fudge was from three. Correct. He's a whiny little brat. Did not think you were going to say brat. Well, you know, I'm on a child-friendly podcast. Hello, so children. I say brat. <coughs> but yeah, I mean, literally could not care. I mean, he tried to get Harry expelled. Yeah, he's... Uh, like, that's, that is like... It, come on. It's just petty. Yeah. Petty LaBelle right he, there. He is a petty. And you need to... You are gr- a grown man mm-hmm. several years older than him. That could have wrecked Harry's life. But also trying life, to like... You know what I mean? Get one up on Dumbledore. That's his education. Uh, right? You know? Yeah. It's like not something they to just like... Like, they like don't what? Care. Oh, just go to another wizarding school? Cool. <laughs> Think how they handled Hagrid just because he oh, was ha- outrageous. a half-demon. He's not a half-demon? What? Oh. oh my gosh. No, I've got other shows on my mind. He's a half. What show? Giant. Giant. And you, if you watch Inuyasha, he's a half demon. Half demon. <laughs> Sirius is so happy right now, and I it know. literally shatters my heart. He let out a joyful bark, and he gambled around them, snapping at pigeons and chasing his own tail. I just don't get why he wasn't allowed out. Harry was laughing at this. Molly was annoyed, but I also think that comes from a place of fear for Molly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a worried don't ever take people's outward emotions as what they're actually feeling, because it always usually comes from like a place of like hurt. Also, people can fear. fake it. That's true. So... They were able to walk to the train station in 20 minutes. And during this walk, Sirius scared a couple of cats to entertain Harry. Hmm. But honestly, I didn't realize in during this read that Grimmauld Place was so close to, sh- to the train station. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I guess that makes sense for the Wizarding World. Yeah. It's not 20 minutes. but Yeah. But it's close. It's it I just think like, it's weird of, to me of London. that like you, they all have to take the train. Correct. And they all have to get on at platform nine and three quarters, which is a current so Kings Cross station. No, I'm thinking like you could live in Ireland where like you could just right get there so much faster. Correct. Probably. Apparate mm, to Hogwarts, right? Could be people that walk live in up. Scotland. Correct. <laughs> they might it be just, able to just walk to Hogwarts, but they have to take the train, right? right? Which think. is, I think, I, I I feel like I remember reading that. Yeah. It just seems a little uh, backwards. Yeah, dumb. <laughs> But whatever, it's magical, and it's an experience, and Hogwarts train. Hogwarts! Woo! So Harry inhaled the familiar smell <laughs> of King's Cross Station and felt his spirits soar. He couldn't believe that he was really going back. I think that for a while he was really trying to come to terms with the fact that mm-hmm. he might not be coming back to Hogwarts. I gotta get back to Hogwarts. <laughs> gotta get back to school. <laughs> and then Lee Jordan tells Harry that he has a nice dog. Seriously. <laughs> um, Moody is kind of like disguised as someone who works at the station because he's ha- he's wearing a porter hat, which is 
um, like a train, like yeah. a train conductor hat it kind is. of. I looked it up because I went into your section a little bit and I was like, oh, that was too far because my section was like really short because this mm-hmm. chapter was pretty short. I and I looked at that hat section. and I was like, why are you wearing that to a train station? Like, do you want to feel like a conductor? I feel like it's I just guess. like he's trying to like a little be a little bit be Blend incognito, in. but and he, he also doesn't to know hide what his eye. His eye. Oh, that's true. So he it says because it says I he got, had I pull it, like, it down over my eyeball. He has it like tipped to cover his eye. It's magical. Yeah. Isn't it like super risky to have Moody be a part of this anyway? Because like all the students could recognize him. I yeah, it's kind of weird. He's not really like a blend in dude, <laughs> right? I mean, one hundred even without the eye, clicking on down the train station. Yeah. Um. And I just pose this question do you think that anybody would even attempt to get harry at this time like was all of this worry warranted or was this just moody being overprotective i mean i think that they would not make a scene if they were gonna try and get him but i guarantee they're like trying to tail him yeah you think so whether it's death eaters or somebody on um, the side of the ministry just to try and get him for but doing maybe something, like it's a know? little overkill and they're maybe trying to get information to be like who's around helping harry right you know? yeah so that we know who to watch, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so Moody mentions Sturgis not showing up. And I'm just reminding again that this is because Sturgis got imperious and is the one who attempts to break into the Department of Mysteries and is sent to Azkaban. But I'm sorry, where? It was all Owl's command. Yeah, you're welcome. But it was all under the Imperious Curse. Yes. So, so Sturgis isn't a bad guy, you guys. He's Don't not a bad guy. And Eric Munch guy. saved the day. Eric Munch. Came oh, to brunch. Man. Save it for everyone. Yes. The real chosen one. The Eric real Munch. chosen one, Eric Munch. We, what if it was it called? Watch Wizard? Wizard Watch? What? Wizard Watch. They are no now watch. are just called the watch Munchers. Wizard. They just watch. <laughs> Do you ever guys... Do you ever guys... What is wrong with me? <laughs> Do you ever play that game Numbers Munchers or something like this? Yeah. With no. the little green guys? Yeah. I love that game. It's I talked a about th- Yeah, I talked about that today. What was that math game that you would play on, on things? The like one I... Astro math? Just the, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Was that what it was called? I think so. Some, something similar to that. I liked playing that. Yeah, game. that was fun. Astro I also Astro. really enjoyed Mavis Beacon and Oregon Trail, yeah. Dysentery. We have the we have the game like Bridget bought like there's like it's a card so game good. that you can play. <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> so good. Okay, next. Yeah. It's nice, I think, to see Remus seeing Harry off here because it's not that because you know I mean if you think about it like years one two one and two the Dursleys dropped him off and it yeah. was just kind of like okay oh, bye just, like, you know told him to go. Three, he went with the Weasleys because he was at the Leaky Cauldron. I can't remember how he got there for four. In the cars. Oh, that's right. So he was with the Weasleys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, but like this time, it's like another type of family figure that's there to yeah. see him off. Not just Lupin, but Sirius is there. Right. Um, and A quality pooch. Quality pooch. Um and I just like that he gives him advice to be careful, and so does Moody. Moody also says not to put anything in writing that doesn't need to be, which mm-hmm. is good advice. Yes. Um, because you know he's going to be writing serious, and Moody knows that as well, I'm sure. And I think he may have been saying it to both Sirius and Harry at that moment. Of course. Um, Absolutely. So for one brief moment, the great black dog reared onto its hind legs and placed its front paws on Harry's shoulder. Uh, but Mrs. Weasley shoved Harry away toward the train door, hissing, for heaven's sake, act more like a dog, serious. 
Fozzie Bear does that. That this image is true. like just melts my heart and also makes it break a little. I know. I want to like <laughs> how I like snuggle into Fozzie's fur. I would like to snuggle into Sirius's dog fur. The whole dog thing fur is just super fur. bittersweet because, like, especially reading it now, like we know, like Harry right now is like not being super optimistic, but like he doesn't think that like he has limited time with Sirius. You know what I mean? And even with Remus, well, um, yeah, you never. But really we think know that, this, like, so like reading it now and rereading it, it's like oh, like you just want them to like like have more have those time, yeah, like have. We'll see together. him again at Christmas time, though, right? And honestly, mm-hmm. they need each other so bad. Yeah. Their situations are not the same, but similar. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, so Sirius then chased the train as I it love left, this. which was so mm. cute. But Hermione says that she's worried that he came. Um, well. She doesn't think that he should have come, which don't we find out that she's like not wrong. Yeah, Lucius notices the dog or something. Somebody Malfoy, knows. Malfoy makes Malfoy, a comment. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Dogging around or something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and the word is italicized. Mm-hmm. And it's in. It, then it comes out in the Daily Prophet that he was spotted in London. Yeah. Yeah. More work so, for Kingsley. Yeah. Um. Then Harry asks, "Shall we go find a compartment then?" And Ron and Hermione exchange looks. Awkward turtle moment. Uh, we're well. Ron and I are supposed to go into the prefect carriage. Hermione said awkwardly. Ron wasn't looking at Harry. Yes. What kind of snacks do you think they have in there? They don't Chocolate because frogs. Ron comes back and says he's starving. Oh, that's right. No snacks. That's true. So There's I don't no be a snacks. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. It surprises me. No. They got a thousand soaps in a bathroom and no snacks. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> well, this is just the Hogwarts Express. They got to pay for their snacks, or else a snack lady is going to get those fingernails out and scratch them. True. Not I. No, <laughs> that was so not Imagine, okay. Like those fake She's witch like, nails for cursed child people out there. Do you remember those? The green bumpy ones with the red nails. Yes. That's what her. Oh yeah. They extend Ooh. like that. Oh my god. Katie. Dementis, it was Dementis. such a weird scene. Oh, no. Yeah, let's Keep not talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ron is not looking at Harry, and he seemed to have become intensely interested in the fingernails on his left hand. Oh, the long ones? fingernails. Oh, said Harry. Right. Fine. I don't think we'll have to stay there all journey, said Hermione quickly. Our letters said we just get instructions from the head boy and girl and then patrol the corridors from time to time. Do we know who the head boy and girl are this year? I don't remember. Uh... I don't know. I bet you it's Eric Bunch's son. <laughs> oh my god! What's Eric his Jr. name? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Eric uh, the third. Eric Bunch the third. The third. Um. Dang. So this kind of though is like the start of Harry getting to know his future wifey a little bit more, right? Hey. Getting to know you. Getting, getting to know all about you. you. Harry stumbles his way to the back of the train with Hedwig in tow with Ginny to find an empty compartment. Um, in the very last carriage, they met Neville, Harry's long fifth year fellow. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm no longer alone in not being able to speak. Oh, man. Harry's it long is today. fifth year. Harry's fellow fifth year Gryffindor. Why the long face? <laughs> 
why the long face it's is... It's really like... This keeps sliding off my head. Why are you so good looking? His round face shining with the effort of pulling his trunk along and maintaining a one-handed grip on his struggling toad, Trevor. Hi, Harry, he panted. Hi, Jenny. Everywhere's full. I can't find a seat. What are you talking about, said Jenny, who had squeezed past Neville to peer into the compartment behind him. There's room in this one. There's only Looney Lovegood in here. Ugh. It's Luna. Yes. I don't like that they said Looney. I, I know. know. That's so not nice. Yeah. That's not nice. Dude, what do you think happened to Trevor and Seven? Because uh, they were going to ki- They were going to kill Neville. Do you think they killed Trevor? What no, I think he hopped out. If Trevor came out and he was the one that killed Nagini. He's <laughs> 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 really an animagus. <laughs> but like... You didn't know this, but there was a fourth marauder. Or fifth marauder. <laughs> Do you think he like let him go in the lake? Uh, maybe. I think he did his own thing. Or he I left you, him with his grand. I bet you he's got toady little girlfriends all over the place, and that's who he's going to visit when he's hopping off away from Neville. Toady girlfriends. Or oh a boyfriend. I don't know. I'm uncomfortable. Toady SOs. Yeah, he's got some significant others around the castle. He's a ladies' man Did and a man's S-O's? man. SOs? Yeah. yeah what? Significant others. Yeah. <laughs> who says this? everybody he does that's me okay that's all that matters so some background i'm not gonna go (sighs) into a huge amount of background on luna because we're obviously gonna do felix files on her and we've got a lot more chapters to discuss her but her birthday is the 13th of february Um, we know that she's either pure blood or half blood but we're not sure which She's it also, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We love her anyways. She's also known as Looney Lovegood. <laughs> Ugh. Lame. Um, Name calling isn't cool. Nope. Correct. <laughs> so she is the only child and daughter of Xenophilius and Pandora Lovegood. Pandora. Pandora. Don't yeah. open that box. You owe me like three codes. You owe me three codes. Nope. I've said it every time. Her mother accidentally died while experimenting with spells when Luna was nine. And Luna was raised by her father, editor of the magazine The Quibbler, in a rook-like house near the village of Autry St. Catchpole in Devon. Um, she's a Ravenclaw. It's Devon. Is it really? No. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> Is it really? Oh Devon. my gosh. She's an important <laughs> member of Dumbledore's army, and she does participate in the Battle of the Department of Ministry. The, oh my god. The... <laughs> The Battle of the Department of Mysteries, the Battle of the Astronomy Tower, and co-led the reconstituted Dumbledore's army when Hogwarts fell under the control of Lord Voldemort. How did they reconstitute it? Were they dehydrated? Together. You guys shouldn't be touching hands. (laughs) Where's the sanitizer? (laughs) Just rubbed together. (laughs) I totally have some of you guys. Really awesome. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, right. I don't Continue trust her. Reading. She's nasty. I don't trust Tiffany. She's gross. Gross. Reading from the chapter, just the description it's of our girl, our girl Luna. The girl beside the window looked up. She had a straggly waist length. She had straggly waist length, dirty blonde hair. Straggly. That's what it I says. I don't like the term. Like that just makes me think like she oh, did. You need a haircut. She did. Did but she have that in the movie? No, she had her really hair was long. long but it was long. Straggly. But it wasn't. It, so it was pretty straight. Yeah. No, but no, it was curly. Straggly, but was it? It was wavy. Straggly to me is not curly hair. Straggly to you guys is curly I, hair. I said no. straight. I know. Oh. She no, but like with some kind of a. I see. I, I just think straggly hair is like hair that needs to be like Unhealthy. probably combed Washed. and cut. 
But mm. she had beautiful. I mean, she had. I shouldn't say she had. Ooh, she has beautiful Do you know hair. what? I bet she describes it as that. So if you say it probably needs combed and cut, it's because doesn't her dad talk about like not knowing how to. Yeah. Well, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, Marty can't put Alana's hair up in a pony. Not saying men can't He'll do that. But like, I just don't know if like maybe the mom, maybe her mom did all of that. And but so, it's also like a, most guys and some women too. Like Tiffany, we were talking about braiding hair. This is a little bit of a segue. Oh, yeah. Like I didn't know, like my mom could French braid my hair, but I literally couldn't even like going into hair school when I went, like none of my teachers knew how to like braid like on the scalp. Like I could do like a standalone, like braid that's not on the scalp, but I had to teach myself. So it's not great. Um, but like, those are things like, I've always put my hair in a ponytail since I was a kid. So like, that's just something I always knew. Like if a guy never had hair long enough or even if he didn't, just didn't put his hair in a ponytail. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So back to the chapter, <laughs> um, the, Oh, very pale eyebrows and protuberant eyes that gave her a permanently surprised look, which let me say Ivana did a great job at this. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Didn't she, she walk into eats, her audition and lives Luna and mm-hmm. be like, I am Luna. Yeah. Didn't she do she something those earrings. like this. Yeah. The she like made her earrings. Yeah. Do you think they moved? I don't remember if they're described like that, but in my mind, like her earrings move like I themselves. I think that'd be a really cool oh, wizarding cool. thing. Yeah. Like what if you had snake earrings and they just slithered around your ear? That'd be awesome. As long as it wasn't real. Well, no, it's just like a piece of metal that like. Okay. Yeah, I'd be down with that, but I don't need a real one. I don't want to look at a real snake. I don't ever want to see one ever. Okay. It's rude to snakes everywhere. Yeah. So I don't they're going to come and get you. Harry <laughs> knew. Lutheran in. Harry knew. <laughs> Harry knew. At Wait, once did Harry know? Why knew. Neville had chosen to pass this compartment by. The girl gave off an aura of distinct dottiness. Perhaps it was the fact that she had (laughs) stuck her wand behind her left ear for safekeeping or that she had chosen to wear a necklace of butterbeer caps or that she was reading a magazine upside down. Her eyes ranged over Neville and came to rest on Harry. She nodded. So she was reading her upside down copy of The Quibbler. Um, But what's The Quibbler? What's The Quibbler? It's her dad's magazine. So the quibbler marketed as the wizarding world's alternative voice is a wizarding tabloid published and edited by Xenophilius Lovegood, father of Luna. Luna gets every issue of the quibbler when it's published, which could contribute to her often odd beliefs. The quibbler publishes odd articles, including conspiracy theories and discussions of imaginary creatures. It also published Rita Skeeter's interview of Harry Potter on Lord Voldemort's return. Many think the quibbler is rubbish, including Hermione Granger, Rita Skeeter, and Dirk Cresswell. The latter referred to as a lunatic rag, referred to it as a lunatic rag. And when Hermione informed Rita that she would be publishing the interview in the quibbler, Rita Rita looked at Hermione with disdain. Rita. Rita. Um, and it was started in the 1980s. So that is that. So was I. <laughs> oh, same. <laughs> okay, another <laughs> another little read from chapter. She did not seem to need to blink as much as normal humans. She stared and stared at Harry, who had taken the seat opposite her and now wished he had not. Oh, <laughs> how think did... of how uncomfortable that is. Like, oh, yeah, bananas on staring at you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Had a good summer, Harry? Yep. <laughs> Actually, it was. Had a good summer, Luna? Ginny asked. Yes, said Luna dreamily without taking her eyes off Harry. <laughs> yes, it was quite enjoyable, you know. 
You're Harry Potter, she added. So that's like <laughs> you talking to me. And I'm like, yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. And be yeah. like, you're Tiffany O'Malley. I had, yeah. um, when I was in grade school, I had this kid that I went to school with who, like, we shared a cousin. And every single time I'd see him, he's like, hey, you're so-and-so's cousin. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm his cousin, too. I'm like, yeah, we have this conversation. Like, And then I think he just did it on purpose after that because I was like, we both know that we share a cousin. It's just so weird to hear that. <laughs> You share a cousin. Well, like he, you know, he's, he's related on, on the Mondays. mom side. No, no, no. <laughs> mom. He's related to him on the mom side, and I think I'm related to him on the dad side. Who knows? We're all Irish Catholics in Cleveland. You're related, or you know someone. You know. Sure. All right. I know I am," said Harry. <laughs> Neville chuckled. Luna turned her pale eyes upon him instead, and I don't know who you are. I'm nobody," said Neville hurriedly. Oh, Neville. I know. No, you're not," said Ginny sharply. Neville Longbottom, Luna Lovegood. Luna's in my ear, but in Ravenclaw. Wit beyond measure is man's greatest treasure," said Luna in a sing-song voice. Oh, she raised her upside-down magazine high enough to hide her face and fell silent. Harry and Neville looked at each other with their eyebrows raised, and Ginny suppressed a giggle. I'm really glad that they actually become like good friends, though. You know? Yeah. Like this isn't—it's not a bad first meeting, but it's not like a super good first meeting. It's just awkward. It's just awkward. Um, so Neville introduces them then to his new birthday present, the Mimbulous Mimbletonia. Mm. And he is so excited about them and tells them about how rare it is. And Harry, he's like, does it do anything? It's a plant. <laughs> what do you want? So then yeah, then- it gives us oxygen and takes away carbon dioxide. Thanks. Jeez. Photosynthesis is great, man. <laughs> Is that from Napoleon Dynamite? No, I literally just <laughs> said somewhere else. Doesn't SpongeBob have that? I've like never, I've never completely <laughs> seen that movie. Is that from Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> well, Sarah's photosynthesis. But lips are real bad. Gosh, I've never seen that movie in its entirety. What? Oh, I, I don't. I, I've watched part of it, and I didn't find. Oh it gosh, very funny. I think it's hilarious. Tina, eat your hair. It's weird, but it's funny. <laughs> Tina. All right, Mimbulus, Mimbulus Mimbletonia is a very... Send it five times fast. No. Do it. It's a very rare magical plant sur- surmised to be originated in Assyria. Mm-hmm. Um, Mimbulus Mimbletonia, Mimbulus Mimbletonia, Mimbulus Mimbletonia, Mimbulus Mimbletonia, Mimbulus Mimbletonia, Mimbulus Mimbletonia. It is most notable for its pulsating and squirming nature and its unique defense mechanism. When prodded, stink sap is squirted out from the boils on the surface of the plant. Same here. Stink sap <laughs> is a non-poisonous liquid and is described as dark green and smelling like rancid manure. Ew. Mine is poisonous, though, so don't touch me without my consent. <laughs> After receiving one of them as a gift... In the summer of 95, Neville demonstrates its defense mechanism for Harry on the Hogwarts Express, accidentally covering the compartment and the people in it with stink sap. The summer of 95. It says, by the end of the school year, he discovered that further on in the plant's development, it makes odd crooning noises when touched. Mm. Like like a purr, or is it like singing mm. like Frank Sinatra? I hope it's singing Frank Sinatra. New York, New York. Oh. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Like a little Groot. <laughs> How does that witch song go that you guys almost dance to? Oh, those fingers in my. Hand. Oh, we did dance to it. Just we not did as just our first dance. Witchcraft. 
That strips my conscience bare. It's witchcraft. <laughs> and I've got no defense for it. <laughs> Can we talk about that Michael Bublé is like really good singer too? He's Can you best. talk about how you he can't compare old blue eyes like with Terminus? Frank Sinatra. Get the. I you think, uh, <laughs> like he, I think he genuinely does sound like they've got a similar. He does. Very much. They are very Look similar. at Tiffany loves Frank Sinatra. Know, My I grandmother like him too. loved Frank Sinatra. Hated Michael Bublé. Okay, listen. listen. I like Michael. Michael? <laughs> I'm Michael. Michael Bublé. I, I don't mind him. I think he's just fine. You can't compare people to the chairman of the board. I think Bubble sounds more like Sinatra than Sinatra. I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. <laughs> I swear I'm joking. Uh, my mom met Frank Sinatra. Oh, what? The jealousy yeah. is real. Yeah. All right. That's cool. So, um, yeah, there's stink sap everywhere. And then someone walks in. That just means I'm one degree away from him. You are. So are you. <gasps> That's pretty amazing. Ooh, oh, I just got excited. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead, Are Katie. you ready for this? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Oh, okay. We went two different ways. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Just then. <laughs> Who walks in? Joe it's Joe! The cloth. <laughs> <laughs> what if that happened? Oh, gosh. Oh, so Cho comes in and she's like, um... Bad time, you know, just covered in stinks. I love that she says that. That's pretty funny. But no, she <laughs> does sound nervous, which is kind of cute because she's crushing on little Harry Potter. Um, oh, Harry. As quick as she's there, she's like, oh, I thought I'd just say hi. And she leaves. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's awkward turtle. There's so many awkward turtles on this train. Yes. Yeah. Um. So Harry is not pleased. He thinks that. He wants Cho to find him sitting with a group of very cool people who were laughing at a joke he had just That's told. That's hilarious. This is such a, like, you see this all such the time in, like, teen movies moment. or yeah. shows where it's like, here, tell me something funny or pretend to laugh at my joke. And then they're like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and then, like, their crush comes <laughs> Oh, up. my gosh. And Family Guy, where she tells, like, that awful joke. And she's like, I like jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that's from? Yes. <laughs> 135 episodes. <laughs> <clears throat> um, which I have to say, Harry, come on. Neville and Luna are Bob's apron. They just are. You don't know it yet. Yeah. But they are. <laughs> also notice that he doesn't talk about Ginny at all. He doesn't think that she's not cool. Oh. So, mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And she cleans them up with a quick scourgifies. All that stink sap. Is gone. Where does it go? Yeah, where does the scourgeify thing go? Into nothing, which is to say everything. (laughs) From the Halloween town? Oh, yeah. That's where it goes. He's got a lot of filthy stuff in his house, then. A lot of stink sap. (laughs) (laughs) He just has a room of stink sap. It turns into the gelatinous cube. (laughs) What's that? From onward. From onward. So Ron and Hermione <laughs> don't show up for almost an hour, and Ron, of course, he's starving. He should have been a puff. Poor Juan Juan. Mm-hmm. As in a very proud musical where he's always eating something <laughs> in every scene so he's true. in. <laughs> I just love that. Like most of their budget went towards that chocolate bar. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, so Hermione explains that there are two fifth-year prefix from each house, a boy and girl from each, and guess who's the Slytherin prefect? 
Malfoy. So like, let's talk about someone who does not deserve to be a prefect. Preach it. And like Dumbledore knows that, yet he still gave it to him. But Dude, I wonder does if he, he had... give it to them. But I think that like I think it's not just Dumbledore picking. It's got to be Snape. And yes, and yeah. I think that not only did Snape say it, but I bet you that some palms were greased. Oh. Lucia's oh. giving money. Well, he has to keep up his appearances with being a Death Eater, too. So if he's not catering to Death Eater's children, it's going to look weird. Yes. True. As <laughs> 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 you guys can see the Discord chat right now, it's so We need to good. watch a Harry Potter musical. It's so good. Did oh. someone say Draco Malfoy? So Hermione says... This is Hermione, and sh- so after she says that Malfoy is the prefect from Slytherin, she goes, and that complete cow, Pansy Parkinson, how she got to be a prefect when she's thicker than a concussed troll. Sheesh. Hermione. Oh, my goodness. Um, Do you think she's jealous because she likes Draco? Is Pansy oh. Parkinson's parents part of the Death Eaters? I don't think that we know that. I don't know if we know that. Okay. Not not saying every Slytherin's parent has to be. No, but I feel like she would be the type, you know. Well, mm, concussed trolls, you know. Pansy bad. Parkinson, uh, the actress, is prego. Yeah, do you know Aww. who her father-in-law is? Yeah, Hugh Hefner. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> she That's married crazy. his son. His name is Cooper. Yeah, she married a Hefner. That's crazy. <laughs> um. Anyway, after that mind-blowing moment. Yeah. Um. We find out that the Hufflepuff prefix are Ernie Mac. Ernie Mac. And <laughs> he's, basically he's basically the best. The best. And Ham- Hannah Abbott. It's me. Yeah. I'm Hannah. <laughs> and <laughs> Ravenclaws are Anthony Goldstein and Padma Patil. Queenie's son? I don't, I don't think the grandson? I think they said it might be like a distant relative. Well, I want it to be a real relative. I mean, I don't know. We don't, I don't, you know. Hold on. Words are hard to come by. I don't know if we know that for sure. Also, things change in the Potter universe daily. Truth. Every minute, something's different. Truth. Shout out to the one Jewish person at Hogwarts, Anthony Goldstein. Do we know for a fact that he's Jewish or you're yes. just baking on his last name? No, it's confirmed that he's Jewish okay. by Joe. You know, in one of her Twitter rants. Yeah. So Let me go back and add that these people are these things so I can have diversity. Yeah. Truth. Oh, Anthony Goldstein. Yeah, he's Jewish. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, Dumbledore. He's gay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Luna, out of nowhere, she's like, you went to the Yule Ball with Padma Patel. And Harry's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I know I did. And Luna goes, she didn't enjoy it very much. <laughs> she doesn't think you treated her very well because you wouldn't dance with her. I don't think I'd have minded. I don't like dancing much. <laughs> This just reminds me of me as a kid being very um, vocal, being like not not knowing when to like not saying like I think she's fine, but like for me like I didn't know when to like shut my mouth. Like we had a cousin that would come over when you I was a kid say. that like was supposed to like clean her house every once in a while. Like my mom would pay her, but notor- this woman is notoriously late. And when I say late, I mean like hours, late. hours, hours late. Mm. So, like, she was supposed to be at our house at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning, wouldn't get there till like, 5.30. Whoa. Yeah. Um, super nice, just, just never on time for anything. And I literally told her the one time, like, you know, my mom doesn't like it that you're late all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, when certain people were over, because I'm a super honest person, my mom would be like, 
can you not say anything? <laughs> like I remember once when she was getting her license renewed and they asked her if she'd ever lived out of state. And she's like, no, I go, but what about that Tommy lived in Maryland? Oh my God. <laughs> You're one of those kids. <laughs> they didn't do anything, but we get in the car. My mom was so mad. She's like, don't say anything. <laughs> we didn't live there for that long. It was about a year, maybe less than a year. Maybe. I don't know. I love but that yeah. Luna's just straightforward like that though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she just says whatever pops into her mind, but it's not like it's not bad. Like I think Harry should be told that mm-hmm. you know you yeah, really didn't sure. treat her well. Um, Ron does not know how to react to Luna at all, and Ginny just keeps trying not to laugh, which I feel bad because like I know Luna's weird, but like I she's a good she's, weird. Yeah, she's eccentric. She's just a different. Yeah, she just approaches life differently. Yes, you know what I mean. I don't know. She's a little... Yeah, she's just different than they are, and I don't think Harry's really quite met someone like her. Right. Um, she's very much an individual, and Which, I think, like, once you... Like, it's one of those people, like, it's almost jarring when you meet someone that's just so completely different than you are, and then once you really get to know them and, like, you're their friend, you're like, God, they're just so cool. Because later on, he, like, appreciates her for yeah. exactly who she is. Yeah. Um, and I like that about... Yeah. She's just a cool kid. Just get to know people. So Ron and Hermione are supposed to patrol the corridors every so often. And Ron says he can't wait to nail Crab and Goyle for something. And Hermione's like, you're not supposed to abuse your position. Ron's like, yeah, okay, because Malfoy won't, right? Um, and he says he's going to make Goyle. Yeah, he's going to make Goyle do lines. And he, like, imitates him and says, I must not look like a baboon's backside. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone laughs, right? Because it's funny. But Luna... She laughed so much that she upset Hedwig. She upset Crookshanks and she was literally in tears. And I really love this moment because it's like, like we've all had this where, (laughs) so everyone's laughing at Ron's joke, but then they're laughing at the look on his face because he doesn't know how to react to Luna. And they're laughing at the fact that Luna's laughing ridiculously at this thing that was like kind of funny, but not like that funny. There are times where I've said that and Megan's laughing so hard. She's crying. And I was like, I didn't, whatever I said was not that funny. And she's like, no, but it really was. I've done that laughing until you're crying. But and then oh, also the we get in these moods, all of us, where we like can't stop laughing about that one thing. Like when you just keep thinking about it oh, and yeah. it keeps being just it's funny. And then you yeah. laugh because you're laughing and then you just don't even know what you're laughing about yeah. anymore. Yes. But you're just you got the giggles. I laugh till I cry a lot. Like I remember in high school, I did it so much where like, and even it happens to me now, like I'll be laughing so hard I'm crying, but then I can't breathe. So then I'm crying even harder. <laughs> Cause now you're sad. I'm like, can't I gotta breathe. like stop and like be able to take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ron says, are you taking the Mickey? And he kind of frowns at her. And I had to look this up because I kind of oh, knew I had, but I kept forgetting like exactly the meaning. So he means Mickey mouse. Oh, right. <laughs> taking my mouse. Duh. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know what that means, it's an expression meaning to mock, tease, joke, ridicule, or scoff. So taking the Mick or taking the Michael is just another way of saying, are you making fun of me? I wonder <laughs> why much. Michael. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was Google. So My know. dad's name is Michael. Okay, Google. I laugh at him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. He is. So Luna, from laughing, drops her quibbler, um, but something from it caught harry's eye so he snatched it up and there's a bad cartoon of fudge on the front and an article that says how how far will fudge go to gain gringotts (laughs) Uh, and he realizes that this is the same magazine that kingsley gave to mr weasley to give to sirius Mm -hmm. um so he flips through it and he finds another bad cartoon and it's sirius standing on a pile of human bones with his wand out and i'm just gonna read a little bit from that article because 
It's a hoot, that's for sure. Is it some hoots? <laughs> All right, so it's, and the holler. it's titled Serious, Black as He's Painted, Notorious Mass Murderer, or Innocent Singing Sensation. <laughs> I vote the latter. <laughs> for 14 years, Serious Black has been believed guilty of the mass murder of 12 innocent muggles and one wizard. Black's audacious escape... Audacious? Escape from Azkaban two years ago has led to the widest manhunt ever conducted by the Ministry of Magic. None of us have ever questioned that he deserves to be recaptured and handed back to the Dementors. But does he? <laughs> Startling new evidence has re- recently come to light that Sirius Black may not have committed the crimes for which he was sent to Azkaban. In fact, says Doris Perkis of 18 Acanthia Way, Little Norton, Black may not have even been present at the killings. So she goes on to say that he's actually the popular, the lead singer of the popular singing group, the Hobgoblins. Because why not? So then Harry flips more and he finds an article about Fudge um, and about how he's trying to take over Gringotts. um, And there's a quote in there about, it says, it wouldn't be the first time either, said a ministry insider, Cornelius Goblin Crusher Fudge. That's what his (laughs) friends call him. He has no friends. Guaranteed. And he also claims that he like has all these goblins done in. He's had them drowned and dropped off buildings and cooked into pies. And that's Ooh. when Harry's like, Oh, okay, something's off with this magazine. Like, I you know, Fudge has his faults, but I really can't imagine him cooking goblins into pies. I think we mentioned Sweeney Todd earlier. Here you go again. Um, some more articles are pies in London. Ugh. With the price of meat, what it is when you get it, if you get, get it, it. Ugh. so Good you got it. <laughs> <laughs> have a little priest. So apparently, the Touchdown Tornadoes are winning. Have a little goblin. They're <laughs> are winning their you games. Can get it by blackmail, eagle br- illegal broom tampering, and torture. Um, there's a wizard who claimed he flew to the moon on a clean sweep six. And there's an article on ancient <laughs> ruins. Was it in 1969? Wait, what did he bring oh. back? He what did he bring back? Moon. moon frogs. Moon frogs! And there's an article on ancient runes, which is why she was reading the Quibbler upside down, and it gives you a spell to turn your enemies' ears into kumquats. That's great. Because why not? That's better than Serpent Sorcia. No. Me. Not Serpent Sorcia. Okay. What's the other one? I don't know. What is it? Snake Wizard. Sectum Sempra. Thank you. Uh, Maybe Trevor went to the moon to live with the moon frogs. I love that. Some toads with some frogs, man. I love that. So after reading all these articles, Harry's like, yeah, you know, Sirius being the singer of the Hobgoblins, that seems pretty sensible. So, yeah. Sure. So Ron's like, hey, is there anything good in there? And Hermione's like, of course not. That's the quibbler. It's rubbish. Everyone knows that. (laughs) And here goes Luna. She's like, like on a roll, dude. I know. She's like, uh, excuse me. My father's the editor. And she's like, all business now. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, yes. God, I'm, tr- I'm okay. sure it has. So, Marty and I were going to my aunt's house. We had just started dating, and they were in Toledo. And so we pull into their neighborhood, and he goes, you know what I really don't like? He's like, I don't like those houses that, like, have some brick on them, and then the rest is siding. He's like, I think that's so stupid. And I didn't say anything, and I was like, turn there. And he goes, your aunt's house has some brick and then a lot of siding. <laughs> 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 well, like... His face was so red. I, I remember talking about an individual I've known for my entire life that um, was doing something illegal. And I got in my cousin's car and I was like, I heard this guy's doing this. And I did not know that the woman next to my cousin in the car was his sister-in-law. I remember this. Ooh. But it's also happened like where um, 
because my family, most of my family works in healthcare and a lot of them have worked like in the same building. So this is years ago. Like I might've been in grade school or high school and my aunt and my mom were working at the same place. And my mom was like a director at the time. And someone was talking about her in the elevator and my aunt turned around. And she's like, that's my sister. And they were like, Oh my God, they were, they were not being nice. To my mom, which is like the, she's literally the nicest woman. It's typically people that don't do their jobs. They don't like my mom because she, because yep. she invites very, them to be successful elsewhere. She's very, well, my mom is like very <laughs> much, um, she's, she's a great employee, employer and employee because she, all she expects of you is to do your job. Yeah. Like, and some people don't like that. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people yeah. don't like to work. And I don't get it. I hate working. Yeah, I mean, you I do your job. <laughs> but yeah. like, yeah. You know so what I like, mean? I just remember my aunt had to turn around. And she's like, that's my, like, I know her. <laughs> Awkward. Um, yeah. There's another turtle in here. There's a lot of turtles. Yeah. Um. So basically, yeah, Luna is, uh, she's not very happy with that. She she coldly takes her magazine back and disappears behind it. And her is a little embarrassed. But, you know, we've all been there. You're going to be friends later. Let's just move on. Sarah, that's blue. I'm going to blew you guys away. <laughs> Malfoy man. Am I, Am I right? right? <laughs> <laughs> so him and his cronies. What up? They've shown up. They hit a party. Show up, show up. So they're now <laughs> in the compartment. Um, and he totally, you know, they're basically there to rub it in his face. Malfoy's got the cool pee badge. Bop, 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 bop. Veggie. And Harry has nothing but a scar that hurts him sometimes. Oh, my. Lord. <laughs> Um, he's basically admitting that he is going to abuse his power. Did we think that he wouldn't? I no. mean, so can we talk about who really doesn't deserve to be a prefect? Yeah, it's absolutely. this guy because he that's also not cool. doesn't deserve to be in the inquisitorial squad. Later, I mean, on. he does. Like that's very much so. Oh my gosh, what is that? Umbridge's thing. I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> we're not there yet. Oh. Um, <laughs> got it. Elaine Prince uh, heads it. <laughs> I mean Eileen. Is I was Elaine like, is Eileen? it Eileen? <laughs> is it Eileen? That's my moment. There you go. It What's happens. Her name? What did you call her? I don't I remember. remember. <laughs> I thought it was Eileen Prince. No, she said Elaine. I said Elaine. <laughs> oh, whatever. I, I knew what you meant. They and I giggled. Up. <laughs> um, From Seinfeld. I wasn't telling anybody to shut up. It's Eileen. Like, we Come know that Ron Eileen. wouldn't do this. Like, Ron would be more, like, he's a helpful guy. Is he going to, like... Crack down on Malfoy and his cronies. Yeah, they deserve it because they're evil Slytherins and all Slytherins are evil. We know this. <laughs> you can't even get through without laughing. <laughs> well, we know those people aren't great. The, those being Malfoy and his those. friends. I'm the best. What, what did you say last night? I'm basically night? the best. But I'm basically the best. No, what did you say last night? I don't remember. Something... Just keep going. going. <laughs> you said something last night. No, it Did was really I? funny. Um, uh, it was such a Megan thing. It was about being a Slytherin. Probably. We're when, the best. when are you never not hissing? You know? I literally like can't see my notes because my contacts are like blurry. Same. Mine are I've I've magnetized mine I just so I, big. I just had to magnetize mine. Look at that. Oh my god. <laughs> this is how big mine are. I can't see nothing. I didn't see anything. You just tried Do to they? show me. Well, I was trying to show her and then she leaned back. Anyways, moving on. Um, so he basically is like <clears throat> to Harry, how does it feel being second best to run, man? Um, and it seems to hit a nerve. So then he hits some more nerves saying, well, just watch yourself, Potter. Potter. 
because I'll be dogging your footsteps mm. in case you step out of line. Mm. And dogging is the word that's italicized in the chapter. Mm, he's such a um, stinker. So this is like Hermione gets up. She loses her cool. Tells them, not in a very nice way, to get out. And slams the door. After they leave. And then she and Harry exchange a look about, you know, basically what Malfoy, Malfoy, what Malfoy said. What Malfoy had just said. Um, and Harry really isn't able to speak openly in the compartment because uh, Luna and Neville are there. And Ginny, kind of. She's not really in the loop. But Ginny knows about Sirius. Well, that's true. That's true. But they're not, like, on that level yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But at least she knows about him, you know? True. Um, and so that means he's going to stare out of the window dejectedly, <laughs> worrying. <laughs> Because he can't talk about what that comment meant. Um, so basically, like, does Malfoy know that that big dog was actually serious? Was he just using, like, a figment of speech or just saying it as a coincidence? Um, and he's, like, now thinking that Sirius coming along had been dangerous and not worth it at all. He shouldn't have come. <clears throat> so then the rest of the journey towards Hogwarts, it's held, it held odd weather. It rained some. There was some sun. There were some clouds. It's like uh, Ohio. Yeah. All in one day. That's what you get in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, Luna stopped reading the Quibbler when it got dark outside, and then she put it away and started to continue to stare at everyone in the compartment. <laughs> um, Harry kept looking out the window, so we could kind of see the first signs of Hogwarts. Um, yes, why are you laughing? Because you're, the way you said figment of speech didn't make sense to me. Did you mean figure of speech? Maybe. (laughs) Figment of his imagination and figure of speech. Because I read that and I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) I think you just mixed them up. So I Googled what does figment of speech mean? (laughs) Because I thought that I didn't know something. (laughs) But it doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's funny. A figure of speech. A figure of speech. Because of a figment of his imagination. (laughs) (laughs) So going back. (laughs) It's a figure of speech. There we go. (laughs) Um so you know he's looking out the window to see if he could see Hogwarts. Um (laughs) I was like, are you gonna tell her the secret? (laughs) Hermione uh then is like, Oh, we all better get dressed. Um so Her and Ron, (laughs) her and Ron, put on their cool new badges. So then, Hermione leave to help with the first years getting to the boats and other students to the carriages. Um, And they leave Crookshanks and Pig with Harry, with the Harry and Ginny, um, while they go and do their prefect duty, so someone can watch the pets. And then Luna offers to help carry Pig for Harry, and they shovel their way out towards the carriages. Uh, so then I'm going to read this from the book. Ooh, I like this. Mm-hmm. Harry could smell the pine trees that lined the path mm. down to the lake. He stepped down onto the platform and looked around, listening for the familiar call of first years over here, first years here. I don't, I, that's not a great hug. hug first rest. years. There you go. First, first years over here. First years. But it didn't come. So Harry like looks, and instead of seeing um, Hagrid guiding the new students, he sees Professor Grubblyplank, um, and she's described as a witch with a prominent chin and a severe haircut. 
Um, and mean I, like a bad haircut or just like I think a it's real just I think like it's just like you spiky. know when you see like like a it's probably like straight line. Yeah. It reminds me of Madam Hooch. Yeah. Good afternoon, Madam Hooch. Good afternoon, class. Good afternoon. So I wanted to read a little bit about Grubbly Plank, um, who we do see in the movies in the background. Um, so she's a British witch, obviously, who worked as a substitute for care of magical creatures um, at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. She was first met by Harry Potter's Batch in 1994, taking over lessons when um, Hagrid wasn't able to teach. She taught the class again and part of the next year when Hagrid was away on a mission for uh, Sir Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> Sir Albus Sir Dumbledore. Albus. Sir Albus. <laughs> He's been knighted. Um, and this talks about, like, you know, all this stuff. She must have been, like, she's a competent teacher, basically. Um, and I remember, like, people really liked her. Students liked her last year when we see her as a substitute. Yeah. And she passes Umbridge's inspection without, yeah. you know, incident. Um, I mean, she's a good teacher. Yeah. It says on here, she always seemed level-headed, cheerful, and efficient, and claimed to be very happy with the way Dumbledore governed Hogwarts. She also appeared to be kind-hearted and caring towards her students as she helped nurse Harry's pet owl Hedwig back to health when, after she was injured, showing her respect for animal life forms. <clears throat> uh, and basically, we know that a lot of people preferred her over Hagrid, and we all know that they're wrong. Wronger so, than wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Scroots. Um, And then, like, because I Scroots. was reading... <laughs> They're thriving. thriving. I was reading stuff on the Wikia, and part of it is like from the Lego game, which I was like, I don't like that. When they have cannons. So, you What's know? more oh, canon, yeah. the Lego game or that? Dude, Lego. <laughs> Lego. Take your like sweets. Is that what you said? <laughs> is it on a napkin? Then it ain't canon. <laughs> That's what I said last <laughs> night. <laughs> hey, her etymology of her. I didn't look at it. I just looked it up because I was like, oh, I wonder where she got this from. So Wilhelmina means a great protector, feminine of the Dutch German name Wilhelm. And grubby means dirty. A good care of magical creatures teacher would be all about protecting animals and not bothered by a bit of dirt either. So that is from the Harry Potter lexicon. I thought that was pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. It's cool. super cool. Super cool. <clears throat> so Hagrid, nope, Harry wonders out loud. <laughs> you know where Hagrid is? Where's Hagrid? <laughs> Can't miss him. <laughs> um, and then whilst trying to get where they need to go, Harry and Jenny get separated, except I spelled that incorrectly. I fixed it. Leaving the train. And another kind of quote from the book, it says, jostled by the crowd, Harry squinted through the darkness for a glimpse of Hagrid. He had to be there. Harry had been relying on it. Seeing Hagrid again had been one of the things to which he had been looking forward most. But there was no sign of him at all. Um, And I was like, as you can see, like, this is really upsetting to Harry, who's had a whirlwind of the last few months. So, like, from June, end of June to now September 1st, it's just been a lot of emotion you know what i mean like cedric dying all of these things happening then he goes home and he gets no word at all then the dementors come attack 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 now he's getting expelled from hogwarts they're gonna get his wand and then all of a sudden he's like don't do anything and then he finds out all this other information and then like dumbledore won't talk to him all these things so like he's really just looking forward to and he does this every year where he's looking forward to going back to hogwarts and he's looking forward to going back to that routine of like being where he 
is home home and where he knows his people are there somewhere and where everybody knows your name <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so and he's looking for that that routine and that safety blanket basically just to like be there somewhere where he knows he's safe and he's comfortable and he's happy um I mean, and then one of the very like the 50% very percent safe true <laughs> now but like before you know what i mean um and like haggard's like one of the very first that's like the very first thing he knows of the wizarding world like he came to get him and that's like his very first face that he associates to me he associates with wizards and stuff you know i agree um, and now he's not there and then I wonder if he's even just worried because he knows that he went on a mission for Dumbledore and now he's not back. And I said, hopefully my homeboy isn't in trouble or harm's way. Only um, a little bit. I mean, yes. But like dangerous. Harry doesn't know what this yeah. mission entails. So he's hoping, hopefully he's like thinking like he's not hurt or anything. Um, and we don't know right now. And so Harry stood by like, you know, a hundred ish carriages. They're ready to take students of the castle. So he's waiting for Ron and Hermione to get done with their duties and he's basically also waiting for Ginny to find him. Um, and he kind of looks at the horseless carriages for a moment and then he does a double take. How does Spongebob do it? One, two, three. Then you do this and this and this and this and this and then Babouge. So I'm going to read again from the chapter. It says the coaches were no longer horseless. There were creatures standing between the carriage shafts. If he had to give them a name, he supposed he would call them horses, though there was something reptilian about them, too. They were completely fleshless, their black coats clinging to their skeletons, of which every bone was visible. Their heads were dragonish, their pupilless eyes white and staring. Wings sprouted from each wither, vast black leathery wings that looked as though they ought to belong to giant bats. Standing still and quiet in the gloom, the creatures looked eerie and sinister. And I said, fun fact, looked into my Fantastic Beast Illustrated book, they're not in there. What? They're not? They're not. I thought for sure that they would be. And they're not. Newt. Why? But there is an article on Wizarding World from August 10th, 2015 called Thestrals. <laughs> um, I won't read the whole thing, but it says manifesting as black skeleton, black bat winged horses, but invisible to all who have never been truly touched by death. Thestrals have a somewhat macabre re- reputation and centuries past. The sight of them was regarded as unlucky. They have been hunted and ill-treated for many years. Their true nature, which is kindly and gentle, being widely misunderstood, Thestrals are not marks of ill omen, nor their spooky appearance notwithstanding, are they in any way threatening to humans, always allowing for the fright of, that the first sight of them tends to give the observer. Um, and then it talks about being able to see Thestrals as a sign is a sign that the beholder has witnessed death and gained an emotional understanding of what death means. It is unsurprising that it took a long time for their significance to be properly understood because the precise moment when such knowledge dawns varies greatly from person to person. I think this is just her covering her tush from Harry not being able to see them. Yeah, at but the at, end le- of the at least year. it like makes sense. Though. Yeah, I agree. Um, Harry Potter was unable to see Thestrals for years after his mother was killed in front of him because he was barely out of boy- babyhood. 
I almost said boyhood, when the murder happened. He had been unable to comprehend his own loss. Even after the death of Cedric Diggory, weeks elapsed before the full import of death's finality was born upon him. That's an odd sentence. Only at this point did the Thestrals that pull the carriages from Hogsmeade Station to Hogwarts Castle become invisible. Nope become visible to him on the other hand luna lovegood who lost her own mother when she was young saw thestrals very soon afterwards because she is intuitive spiritual and unafraid of the afterlife um while somewhat intimidating in appearance these carnivorous horses are emblematic i don't know i did not say that right emblematic i don't know emblematic sure of a journey to another dimension and reward all those who trust them with faithfulness and obedience. Thestrals are native to the British Isles and Ireland, though they have been spotted in parts of France and the Iberian Peninsula. They seem to have an association with wizards who descent from the horse-loving Celtic peoples. Other parts of the world have their own equivalent to Thestrals. I like the juxtaposition of them looking so, as you know, Harry's saying here, eerie and sinister, but we know that like they aren't. Mm-hmm. They're... Honestly, they're they're quality ponies. They're very uh, sweet. Yeah, I like I love just to, juxtapositions like that where you don't think that like you don't think Hagrid's gonna be like this nice guy. Like you know he's kind of scary looking, mm-hmm. but he's just a big teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So then Ron comes up and he's like, "Dude, where's my pig?" Uh, <laughs> Luna has him. <laughs> Dude, where's my pig? Uh, new hit movie, Ashley Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Luna has them, and they both kind of wonder, Harry and Ron, both wonder aloud, like Harry starts a sentence and Ron finishes it for him. Young love. They about finish where each other's <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> oh. where, where Hagrid could be. But Hagrid! Then they see Malfoy and so a with the giants. <laughs> with the Slytherin classmates pushing a second year. Let that sink in. He's Not so nice. Unkind. <laughs> and Hermione tells him that he had been mean to a first year. He's had the badge basically for a second, and he's already being a bigger bully than before. Um, and then Ginny arrives. She's got crookshanks. She seems, I guess, relieved to be giving the cat back to his mother. And then they uh, go get a carriage, even though Ron's like, I don't have a pig yet. Wait. Where my pig at? Where you at? Um, so Ginny and Hermione go get a garage. Um, and Harry decides to wait with Ron. So he's there. He's like asking him like what he thinks of the things that are suddenly pulling the carriages. And Ron's literally like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then Luna arrives. She's interrupting Harry and Ron having their conversation. So Harry or Ron, once he gets his bird back, he asks Harry, like, what were you talking about again? <laughs> he gets his bird back. <laughs> <laughs> Give me yeah. that bird back, bird back, bird back. I want that um, bird back, bird back, bird back. <laughs> hey. Wig. Give me that bird back. <laughs> okay. Um, so okay that that was quality entertainment. Uh, I'd give it a sixty-three percent quality. Very specific. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he's asking Harry, like, what were we talking about again? And he's like, Well, you know, those horse things. And Ron's like, literally no idea what he's talking about. And Harry's like, those horse things carrying or pulling the carriages. Um, And I wanted to read from the chapter because there's just a lot of dialogue and it's better to be read than me typing it out and paraphrasing it. And he's like, 
It says, after all, about three feet away from the nearest one, it was watching them with empty white eyes. Ron, however, gave Harry a perplexed look. And let's be honest, Ron is used to Harry saying things and being like, there's a voice telling people it's going to kill. Like, I know. Whatever. Why wouldn't he like take him seriously and listen to him? But like at the same time, he, they all thought he was crazy then, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like usually the things that happen to Harry are he's not making stuff up. His head hurts, all right? It's probably the Horcrux. It's agreed. It's the Horcrux manifesting in these eerie and sinister things. Voldemort is pulling these carriages. <laughs> uh, he's like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about, look, Harry grabbed Ron's arm and wheeled him about so that he was face to face with the winged horse. Ron stared straight at it for a second, then looked back at Harry. What am I supposed to be looking at? Would he have run into them? Yeah, can you like, feel, do you feel it? it? Can you feel it, Ron Weasley? No. Like like the bl- the boatmobile? I bet you can. <laughs> the invisible boatmobile? Yeah. Can or can't? I bet you cannot. I don't think you can. I think you can only, only if you can see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Wait, but that. they sit on them. Oh, if it's yeah. true. That's true. What if it's purposeful? Or are the... Um, no, I think that he would run into them. Or are they like... They're like, ooh, dodge. I wonder if like... What if you like accidentally like your you have like flour in your hand because you were bringing it to Hogwarts <laughs> to make a cake Jeez. and it cracks open and the flour sprays on the the thestral? Are you gonna it. see an outline? Oh, yeah, I bet. No, <laughs> my flour. <laughs> I bet you can. Uh, going back to the chapter, <clears throat> Z chapter. She's like, what am I supposed to be looking at? At the there between the shafts, harnessed to the coach. He's right there in front. We don't know if it's a boy, Harry. Hey, Harry. Um, but just as Ron continued to look bemused, a strange thought occurred to Harry. Can't can't you see them? See what? Can't you see what? <laughs> <laughs> see what? <laughs> see what? <laughs> can't you see what's pulling the carriages? Ron looked seriously alarmed now. Seriously? Are you feeling seriously. all right, Harry? I yeah. He bar- basically was like feeling very bewildered, um, because you know he can see it. <laughs> see what? See what? <laughs> Where's it? my pig? <laughs> basically, there ain't no horses. Um, Where's my pig? <laughs> even like you know he could see the vapor rising from its nostrils in the chilly night air, and he's like, yet unless unless I'm rough, Ron. Unless Ron was faking it, and it was a very feeble joke. If he was, Harry or Ron could not see it at all, and he's like. Uh, should we should we get in there now? Like, there's a feast happening shortly, and I'd like to be there That's for it. Li- he has literally no time to think about invisible horses when there's all about that can food. be yeah. eaten. Um, so Ron gets into the garage, leaving Harry and Luna alone, and she basically is like, "Dude, you're not going mad. I can see him too." She's been able to see them since arriving her first year. We don't know why yet. We don't know what they are, anyways. Um, and they've always pulled the carriages. And she says the words that she's famous for. Don't worry. You're just as sane as I am. Then she climbs into the garage. Harry follows, not really reassured by her words. Words. Word. 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 Word is the bird. 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 Bird is the word. I thought the word is the bird. I changed it. (laughs) Yeah, because you were wrong in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany, what is that face? (laughs) (laughs) What is in this dock? What? 
What was with that face? <laughs> I'm reading whatever this is. I want to know, like, what's something that you, someone would consider dinosaurs that you do? I didn't finish my question. <laughs> is there something that you do? Do you know what dinosaurs is? That's why I put the noun. Dottiness. I am not usually covered in dots. The state. No, of the end part of me like insane, mildly crazy, mildly insane. Like oh, what's yeah. something? Little... What's something that you do that someone would find like crazy odd? Well, if they listen to this podcast, yeah. they know. Yep. Then I'm crazy. I, I meant like <laughs> I sometimes like to hold my foot like a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, like a is, lot. <laughs> this might not be super appropriate, but I can I can flip people off with my toes. <laughs> She can. She can. Well, I can't do anything with my feet like you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not insane, so I'm perfect. Okay. <laughs> the fact that you think you're perfect is your dottiness. No, yeah. I don't know. What do I do? I constantly want my back tickled. Is that weird? Katie, tell me something that I do that's insane. Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people will probably think we were quite dotty over how we talk to our cats oh yeah that I think is that's normal i talk for fozzy bear i that's also ex- talk um, to like squirrels Christoph yes and sven mm-hmm. yeah yeah i literally was gonna say that but i was gonna call Christoph like, sven like i'm olaf there are like there are some days where iggy is just so cute i'll go up to him and i'll be like iggy do you know that you're the cat is cute in the entire <laughs> <laughs> yeah did you know that you're the cutest cat in the entire world? And then I'll go up. <laughs> the cat is cute, man. Did I say it again? No. no. Oh. This is the one time. Oh, <laughs> and welcome episode title. <laughs> but also, the cat is cute. Shrek is from Scott. <laughs> and then I'll go up to him and be like, aren't you just the cutest cat in the entire world? Look at your little teethies. And then I'll like go and I'm like, I'm going to kiss you. And then I kiss his little, and I'm like, I'm going to kiss you because I can and I kiss him and that it's really weird 1, it's actually a thousand percent accurate that's exactly how I talk to him I've kissed dog lips it's fine I don't and then have I any like, animals and so. then I'll go like oh look at your little toe beans and then I'll like tickle his little toes well, and then he like, like spreads his little toes out and I'm like oh let me get in between the toe beans kind of like how she holds her feet yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's, yep that's me I talk to my cat all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll be like and then I say, I call him Iggy the Piggy. Mm-hmm. Where's my piggy? I'm like, where's the piggy? And then he goes, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 that sounded cute. really good, didn't that it? Really that was an Iggy meow. Mm-hmm. That could be. That could be. We got quality pooches, and the cat is cute. Could be the thing instead of quality felines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cat is cute. The cat is cute. The cat is cute. The cat is cute. The cat is cute. I like that. It's in it. You could sing it to the tune of The Boy Is Mine. The cat is cute. Except it's not the cat is cute. It's cute the cat is cute. Oh, the cute. cat is cute. Oh, I get it. What? Mm-hmm. I don't that's know. That's what you what said. <laughs> I get it. No, I get it. Yeah, you're funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to believe that, you do you, boo. Oh, I am. Everyone's hilarious. No, there was this. So this is just a funny story about my cats. Oh God. But um, one it was so, so catty cute. Well, actually, it's just a funny story about me. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so one of my old professors from college was like, "Okay, let's set." You the shouldn't scene. say old. You should say former. Former. Let's set the scene. 
you're running for president. The last thing you said when oh, you yeah. left the house is your tagline. And mine was, bye, boys. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was saying goodbye to my cats. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so perfect. Woman power. <laughs> mine so was probably a Chicago lyric if we are doing that today because I was singing Chicago soundtrack whilst in my house before I left. What? What, are you, what do you do? That's insane. You oh. definitely speak for Fozzie. Oh, you speak for Fozzie. Yeah. That's right. We discussed it. Oh, she speaks for Fozzie. Do it. Do don't talk to me and don't touch me. <laughs> 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 and Fozzie will do like his little eyebrows too. And, he's like, and when he does that, he's like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do underdogs. <laughs> Can't do it on the underdogs. <laughs> Can you read some of these in Harriet or Florence or any other? Yeah, please do. I can't. You can. I can't read. <laughs> Florence. I, huh. I literally can't really see what these contacts are. All right. All right. Lightning bolt. Wow. Go, Katie. Go, Katie. Go, Sarah. Sarah with an accent. Let I didn't her just read this. it. Not this, Sarah. <laughs> so if Ron was talking to Harry before he even woke up, what else does he say when Harry's sleeping? Does he have a whole conversation or confessions to or at Harry's sleeping body? He probably just him. doesn't even realize that Harry's asleep. Hermione's He's just got clueless. Nice skin. Or that's <laughs> where like skin goes. Or <laughs> we know Harry was having some dreams. Maybe Harry was talking to his in his sleep and he just True. heard mumblings and so he was just like talking to him and thought he was awake. Do you, do you remember Marty was telling us sometimes do years you? years ago about you? He's like, yeah, Timmy talks in his sleep or talks yeah. in her sleep. He's like, sometimes I'll just like talk back to her. Yeah. One time I told him that I wanted to cuddle the mice. <laughs> I just remember he said something about chicken the one time and he was like adding words to it. And so then she like, I think they were added into her dream because she was talking to him about it That's while so she was funny. sleeping. Have you ever like you fall asleep this is horrible like i'll be so 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 tired and i'll fall asleep like while we're talking like laying in bed or something and then i'll respond but i won't know what the heck i'm talking about but then i wake up and i was like what what sentence just came out of my <laughs> mouth like it won't make any sense and i was like uh yeah i don't know it was gibberish but what you replied to, you to me too <laughs> i've had Weird. it where like people have called me while i'm dead asleep and i answer like certain people i always answer the phone um and even like in high school and I, I would have full blown conversations and like, I don't remember them. <laughs> like my boss used to, in my old job before she <clears throat> retired, um, she was a good one for calling crazy and early in the morning. Like say I had to work that day and she was calling to like, tell me like, don't come in right away. Like I'm going to give you some, like we called it Y time. Um, cause we just were low and we didn't need like me, but she would call it like six o'clock in the morning. So I'm asleep. Um, and I have a full blown conversation with her. Then I'd go back to bed because I didn't have to be up yet. And then I'd be like, but wait, did I really have the conversation? <laughs> like, I don't know. And I do yeah. that now at, at my job. Cause like, if you're getting canceled for the first like four hours of your shift, they'll call you <clears throat> between like, I'd say five and five thirty. And I've had full blown conversations with them. And I don't remember people, oh other people gosh. call me. They're like, well, why would you answer your phone? Are you sleeping? And I was like, no, no, I'm not sleeping. Oh yeah, but like I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think I was sleeping. Like I think I was awake. Like I personally thought I was awake, but I really wasn't. And like I look back, I'm like oh no, I was definitely asleep. I was like, yeah. I, don't I know. wake up talking sometimes. Like I woke up the other day saying like I don't know some word, but I was already like sitting up and like almost out of bed. That's so weird. And then I like awkwardly lay back down because I'm like, did Marty see that? <laughs> I guess that really Thank gosh. 
<laughs> um, Amy Lou Mary Sue says follow up to that. How much do you think it Ron heard? Says Mary Coo. I know, but I, I typed it wrong. Oh. Um, how much do you think Ron heard Harry talking about Ginny in his sleep? Oh. Hey. I don't think that he heard him that much. He would have. He would have like been Ron more would have talked about it. Yeah. I don't think Ron would have. Oh, no? I think so. No. I think, I think they would. Like, what are you dreaming about my what sister? Were you for? I don't think he would. I think oh, he would be yeah. like, this is real awkward, and I don't want to have that conversation. Oh, I don't know. I think Ron would confront him because he does kind of confront him when they start dating. 100%. Yeah, but that's different than me talking about someone in my sleep. You guys, well, you really weren't in my dream Ooh, last night. Jenny, your red hair is so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> what if he said that? You know? And then Ron's like, does he think my hair looks pretty? <laughs> pretty. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, I am pretty. Very. So pretty. <laughs> Move over, Hermione. I really want Harry. 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 Go to the next one. Um, Megan says, do you think that if students live further away, they travel by flu to the ministry and then go to the train? Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. But Possibly. again, why do you have to? I mean, I would want to go on the train anyway. Maybe there's flu networks at King's Cross that are hidden. On the other side of maybe. nine and three quarters. Yeah, like maybe not on the other side. Yeah. Because like really, do you have to be quarters. on the muggle side? Right. Like, why couldn't you just flew your way into the other side? I wonder if you can just do it on the other side. Probably. Vinny asks, if Sirius, if Sirius bit his tail in dog form, what is this bone? It's the tailbone. The coccyx. Would his coccyx be sore <laughs> after turning back to human? Probably. Yes. That's I would like say, the, yeah. the teacup. Yeah. Turn it into a bird. 100%. He would um he would definitely need a donut pillow to sit on after that. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly asks, if you could have magical earrings that could move, what would you want it to be and to do? For example, like a dancing cactus. I would want a cat that like just curls up and sleeps and then wakes up. And, and stretches. then it curls up and sleeps. Think about hanging off your ear. Like, just dangling. Baby Groots. Like, dancing. Oh, that'd nice. be cute. I, as much as I'm not a Slytherin, I would really like a pair of, like, snake earrings. Ooh, or even, this is going to sound, I'm not a, de- not a dentator, I was going to say Dementor. But, like, skulls would be pretty cool. Like, what if, like, it was in a happy mood and it's winking at people? <laughs> Mood earrings. Mouth going, ah. <laughs> Maybe a dragon would be cool. It could breathe fire. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Like an ear cuff and yeah. hanging up on your upper yeah. ear. And then like like if you're you start getting mad, like it's gonna like that's how it gets its firepower. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're like, no. And then fire But it's really out. not like a lot of fire, it's just like Yeah, a wee bit. Um Kelly asks if you had a story written about you in the quibbler, what would you put into Pies. Pies. What My would enemies. your nickname be? The tears Oh, what would you put in pies? Because they cook out. Got it, got it, got it. Sarah um, the Sufferer. <laughs> <laughs> the sandwich eater. I don't know. <laughs> what would I put into pies? Mm. I don't know. Pie filling. I don't want to eat anything weird. Let's talk about... Oh, wait. I'm not eating it. Vegetables. What, what kind of pie would you want to eat? What's your favorite kind of pie? Basically is what I'm asking you. We've Apple, pear, this. bourbon with a walnut crust from Rude Food. I don't Pretty care for good. some of those things. Oh, I, don't I like would want a crumble top apple pie. It's called the, isn't it Dutch, Dutch apple pie? Dutch apple pie. A crumble top. I like that better. Mm-hmm. I like apple pie. I like cherry. Mm-hmm. My nickname now, would be. What's like the worst food thing that could be in a pie for you? Not Sardines. like, you know, like dirty socks. Something Cherries. that like. Raw shrimp. I don't like cherry pie either. It's gross. 
I don't Reese's care for Reese's. cherries, really. I'm not a big cherry fan. I like fan. real cherries, but I don't like cherry, like, maraschino. Anything else. I enjoy maraschino cherry. I don't want to eat more than one. French silk pie is delicious. <gasps> I love a good French silk pie. I made one for Thanksgiving, Ooh, and it I was like real good. I like lemon meringue Never too. had a le- lemon meringue. Mm-hmm, lemon meringue. All right, so what? what is your worst kind of pie flavor? Raw shrimp, man. Blue. Is that a pie? Sure. It is now. If you, I mean, technically, over in England, they put they do like seafood pies and stuff, right? That's pretty. Just fisherman's pie. Fish. Fisherman's pie. That's the worst for me. That's the worst for me. That's the I don't worst know. for me. I've never had it. Would a rhubarb pie be bad? Oh, no, Ooh, that's good. good. <laughs> <laughs> rhubarb strawberry. Mm. Rhubarb. Never had it, but I heard things and looked at them when they looked good. Yeah, I don't yummy. know. A pizza know. pie. What? Just what are kidding. some other pies? Like anchovies on a pie probably would not Ooh, be my thing. Ew. Sardines. Ew. Escargot pie. Snail pie. Honestly, let's be a thousand percent honest. My, uh, pepperoni and pineapple. No, thank you. Take that pineapple off my pizza. Correct. I don't mind it occasionally. No. All does right. Not belong. Moving forward. All right. Kelly asks, "What song would you want Sirius to sing?" Hello, Dolly. <laughs> I'd want him to sing Witchcraft by they Frank Sinatra. They both reach for the gun. <laughs> for the gun. <laughs> uh, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got. I'm going to go Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Like Good Charlotte. of the Rich and Famous. I'm going to say um, Back to Black. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Amy? Oh, shoot. What's her? What's Wine her House? Yeah. Isn't what about that, that song? That? Everything, uh, what is it? It's Everything's the coming eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. <laughs> oh, yes. welcome to the Black Parade. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> That'd be so good. Uh, Megan asks if Malfoy was rubbing his badge in your face, how would you respond? I would shove punch it him in, in the face. face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, call she, Eric, I'd give him a smack. I'd yeah. call Eric Munch to punch him. Eric Munch for a counterpunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd poke that. Mimulus Mibletonia plant and be like, Oh, good one. Tiffany, you stink that. <laughs> you know what I would do? I would plant a rotting plant. fish in his dorm room. Ew. And he, so he can't see where it is. He doesn't know. And then it just smells constantly. Would you pull a Todd Packer out of Michael Scott? <laughs> I don't Wait, know what one? any of these things mean. He, he put he something do? offensive oh, in his Oh, office. in his office. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Ooh. I read a book once where like they they Todd did it Packers where they put the worst. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't know if it was like the fish on top of the car. They did something with like fish in this girl's car, like for whatever reason. This is not a true story. It was just a story, like a book I read. Um, and like they couldn't find it. They ended up having to get like the car like revamped completely, Ooh. or like a throw it not throw out the car, but like something happened where like it didn't end well because the fish had been rotting in the sunlight. That for like disgusting. days. Do you want to I mean, say that's some what you left stuff. in your car? What did you leave in your car? <laughs> a gallon of milk. How long? Oh, you don't. A wanna. long time. When? Oh, it was like two cars before the one that I have now. Didn't make your car smell? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was nauseating. Do you remember that? Wow, you kept thinking your car smelled like dog poop. Yeah. Something, and then you found that there was actually a not a whole bag, but like. Oh, so bag. you know how you pick up the dog poop when you're walking or whatever. So I had the um, stroller in the back of my van and um, I didn't want to carry the dog poop. So I put it in the bottom like holder <laughs> and then I was going to throw it out when I got home. Yeah. Well, 
Mm-mm. You forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, why does my car when, smell like poop? When we moved one time, I had cat treats in the car and I must have forgotten about them. And then like all of a sudden my car started smelling terrible. Like it smelled like dirty potatoes. Do you remember Ooh. that? I found dirty out it was potatoes. The, yeah, I found it was these stupid cat treats that were rotting in the backseat. Gross. <laughs> Oh, we're all gross, gross. humans. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Megan yeah. wants yeah. to know: Do you guys think Malfoy knew who the dog was, or was he just trying to tr- trying to find anything to pick on Harry about? He knew. He I knew. think he knew. Yeah, I think he knew. Who are you talking about? Ron? I didn't listen. Malfoy. Malfoy. Oh yeah. The dog. <laughs> um, Sarah, not this Sarah, says: <laughs> With regard to Luna staring and not blinking much, do you think she's slightly empathetic, em- empathic, or possibly a slight legilimens? And the the um, chat was talking about this, and someone said that they interpreted her being on the autism spectrum, which I think that's a really cool thing to consider. Like we've talked about that with Newt too. Yeah. Um. And I, st- they were also saying like definitely an empath. What do you think? Um. I mean, I could totally see honestly all of that. I just think she's really good at reading people. Um, and. I know for me when I, because I think I'm pretty good at reading people. No, probably not the best, but um, when you first meet them, like you see, she doesn't say a crazy amount of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you, and I know for me, like I learn by like watching. You know what I mean? Like watching what they're doing and like kind of listening to what they're saying. And that's how I view Luna is like she's just kind of trying to read them because she knows Harry ish. She obviously knows Ginny, but she doesn't really know. Like Neville and everything, so. Yeah. And then Ron, who doesn't want to look at that cute face? Right. Hermione when she's mad. Vinny <laughs> asks, if Moody can see the, the cloak of invisibility, do you think he can see Thestrals with his magic eye, disconsidering that he already has seen death? Ooh, I bet. Or it's like he sees like a, like a shimmery, like almost you can see him. Like you know something's there, but you can't see like. Oh, I know what you're saying. I like that. All right. And our last lightning bolt round from Maui Potter. If you can only see Thestrals after seeing and and experiencing death, do we think that there are other creatures that you can only see after a certain experience? For example, like falling in love. Trolls. (laughs) Oh, that would be really cool. That would be cool. (laughs) I like that a lot. I bet you there is. There's got to be. There's got to be. What do you think it would be? I don't know. Something name, cute. name. Give me a name. Like a fairy of some sort. Oh, falling in love. You get to see a certain type of fairy. I don't know. Something magical. A I mean, they're all magical. Fairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Larry. Fresh- <laughs> His name's Larry. Freshly caught Cornish pixies. Cornish pixies in love. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you know what time it is? Bad time for the fan story. Tell me a story, Katie. You got it. Read me a book. All right. This week, Kayla Cavalier has sent in her Ooh, story. I like that name. I know. It's really cool. Hey, girls. My Potter story began when I was in first grade. The what book up? all my fellow first graders were talking about was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and I had to have it. My grandpa was the one who taught me to read, and him and I shared, and still do, a bond over stories of all kinds. I spent the night at my grandparents' house on Saturday night and ranted and raved to my papa all about the boy who lived for about two hours, and I'd never even read the book. The next morning, we were getting ready to head to church, and my grandpa surprised me, and before I had woken up that morning, went and bought me the book I couldn't stop talking his ear off about. I read it all during church and after and finished it in the next few days. 
For the following years, he would graciously and excitedly pre-order me the next book, and I would look forward to finding out more about Harry and his friends in the next phase of their adventures. The books have been there for me for so many milestones in my life, and I can't imagine not having a wizarding world to fall back on during some difficult times. Finding your podcast about a year and a half ago has been amazing. I listen to and from work and love getting to reflect on parts of the stories I forgot about and learn things I didn't know. I am now 27 and my husband and I are trying for a baby. I can't wait to share this huge part of my life with my future child one day and return to Hogwarts once again to relive some of my favorite memories through a new set of eyes. I gotta relate to this because my papa spoiled me too big time so like I really resonate especially now that I'm older and I can like really appreciate that he like just wanted to love the heck out of me you know so Mm. I love that he was just like she's been talking about this I'm just gonna go get it before she even wakes up that's Mm. adorable I love it also I I know that you sent this story I think it was late last year so not too long ago but I hope things are going well for you and your husband yeah yes best of luck absolutely we need a new generation at hogwarts mm-hmm. it's true yeah it's true we do oh okay it's my turn <laughs> <laughs> um you can find us on facebook at swish and flick podcast and our facebook group at swish and flick podcast group you can find us on instagram and twitter at swish flick cast and on patreon at patreon.com forward slash swish flick cast Yep. Also, because I I just put out last week when we were recording about like different merch because we were talking about it while we were recording. Like, what's some new stuff that we could bring out for people? And a lot of what people ask for, we already have, um, like mugs and hats. Hats. Maybe they want different designs on mugs. I don't. I just don't know. And I meant to like put it out there to be like we do have like some merch like on our site. Um, Yeah. So don't forget that we got shirts, hats cups <laughs> tumblers that. blankets some people ask for our blankets are great yes um, the tumblers are really really nice and i'm not really someone that um uses a tumbler because i usually just put my coffee in a mug and then go about my day whilst like driving with like an open coffee mug that's so not okay i mean it's fine i've only spilled like twice in my life <laughs> i ruined a really cute skirt that way not from coffee. I put laundry detergent on it when I got home after working all day um, and let it sit too long. You and ox- that stained the skirt. The skirt. The skirt. You got to oxy clean it. No, I put whisk on it, which is like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but look on our website um, and see. And if you have any other ideas, like when you look at our site, you're like, oh, this would be really cool. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. I put ice in that tumbler last it night. Lasts before i went to bed and i and i woke up and i still had little pieces of ice in there like when i make if i make hot coffee for breakfast for breakfast but like before i'm going to work i always had to like water it down with cold water because it takes too long to cool yes and i like have to drink it people look at me like i'm crazy when i do that with my yeti and stuff at work i'm like pouring water in there and they're like i'm like it's too i mean it's like is it the best thing to do no like do i care also no yeah yeah (laughs) Um, I just want my coffee and I want it to be able to drink it now. <laughs> so don't care how. Yeah. But it's very good. <sighs> so I'm tired. But as of today, I am getting a three week break from work because of everything that's happening. And I don't know how I feel about it. It's just it's just weird. Like I would we rather not before, have it. We feel weird. You know, I'd rather have everything back to normal. You know, that feeling before like 
before like a break is coming at work, like before Christmas, but like it's more excited then. But like you can tell that people are distracted. Nothing is really getting done. Yeah. It's like that's what work has felt like for the past like week. Yeah. Where it's just like nobody's mind. All we're doing is talking about it. Yeah. All day. Yeah. And it has just been. It's It's exhausting. Yeah, Yeah, it really is like. Yesterday we were recording and it was not, I mean, it was late, but it was not that late. And I was so exhausted. Yeah. So exhausted. I was sitting up trying to stay awake. Like, I and feel like my mind is just constant, which wears yeah. me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a different kind of tired. Than and it's like, I have things yeah. to do, but at the end of the day, I just want to come home and I want to watch like something on Netflix and go just to bed. Just decompress, mm-hmm. man, yeah. you know, because it's exhausting. It has been exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish that like. So I were recording this on a Thursday and I worked three in a row. So I worked Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, and I'm on like I took a vacation for my spring break so I could have a week to like get my life in order, not like having school, not going to work. And I'm kind of regretting it, which sounds insane because I work in a hospital system. So like slash in a hospital. But I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And I like wish I had Mm-hmm. more the information because like of. we didn't know anything and then we found out there's cases in ohio in cuyahoga county specifically um, which is where we are fyi and so i like just feel super out of the loop and i'm not used to that um and i'm getting like secondhand information from like my mom who works in a hospital um i don't know it just makes me it gives me anxiety the whole thing is anxiety inducing just because like i don't i don't like being not in the know especially with my own job because she you doesn't be work prepared. in the same yeah, and yeah. I just like to know what my job is doing. You know what I mean? So I almost feel like maybe I'll just go in and read my emails. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, everything's pretty wild. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I'll be doing Switch stuff. Yeah. That's probably maybe some video games. Maybe I'll get to play some games. Playing but her video games. I don't know. It's weird. Hopefully the weather's nice and I can play outside with my baby. Yeah. Still working out. Katie and I have got goals. <laughs> we got too. goals. Yeah. Working out with her. Mm-hmm. I have no goals. <laughs> <laughs> we made a pack this morning. We did. We got to get it done. We made a pack. My body is hating me right now. Well, yeah. But it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are you doing? <sighs> Honestly, I've just been like exhausted lately. Yeah. I don't know. It's. I've been watching a lot of Tiny House Nation. The show, <laughs> which is like so the opposite of like how Katie and I live. Like, realistically, I know deep down it would never work for us, but like watching them, I'm like, how cute. Oh my I god, do this. you I don't think do it would work for you? Why? Um, it's too tiny. So, like, as, as far I get as like really the mobile thing by not having awesome. space, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, if well, I guess if you're living in Ohio, you can't like always be outside because yeah. 90% of Ohio weather is winter right (laughs) but it feels like a lot of times but like there's some people like you know when they live in like a state where like it's pretty nice most of the year like they could have like be parked in a yard that has like hookups for sewer and water and electricity yeah Yeah. no i know like it's a really cool concept and like i even even not living tiny like it makes me want to downsize my stuff yeah Mm -hmm. which is a good thing Mm-hmm. And that's definitely something that we're going to do before we move. That's what um, I do when I watch Hoarders. I have to go clean. Yeah. So I've been watching Tiny <laughs> House Nation and really loving just like the aesthetic of some of the houses. And it's giving me ideas 
even like not necessarily for a tiny house, but just like for a home someday. It's just cool to see like how they decorate things. Um, and we're maybe going to get a house. I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah, we're doing adult things. Also, like if the economy keeps going down the tubes, maybe they'll lower the mortgage rates yeah. and <laughs> I'll be able to get a really good mortgage. Yeah. So. Not wrong. Go look at the silver lining. But then I also guess. like if the economy tanks, what if I, you know, I don't know, lose my job or something. So. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be, like, this is going to have an effect for years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's just crazy. Disney World closed. They never closed. Disney World They closed. never closed. So Disney Universal. Disney closed. Both oh, they World, just did. World, World and Universal. And Universal wow. just two weeks, closed for at two least. weeks. Wow. Even our like, high school closed for a month. Over yeah, a month. As soon as I got that alert, I was like, do you know how hard it was to get a flipping snow day at this yeah. school? And they're closed for a month. <laughs> Crazy. But I mean, like we're like uh, Ohio specifically is taking a lot of precautions. Like this is the thing, you just kind of got to be distant from people, you know, to yeah. help. So I, it's Social here's distancing. the thing: there's there's no way to stop it completely. It's going to spread because there's going to be people that are going to go around and like some people don't know that they're carrying it. Yada 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 yada. Right. Especially like you know when you work in a hospital, you're more likely. I feel like to get it, but just got to be safe. It's going to spread. It's just interesting because I remember last year talking with my friend and like both of us were thinking about like maybe this year would be the year that we would get a mortgage. And he was like, because it was in 2019 and he's like, well, wait until next year because there's a lot of talk about like the markets crashing next year. And like they did. It's just so weird. So now I'm like, mm, uh, that's creepy. It's just weird. But yeah. Mm. So we might get a house. I don't know. More with a mouse? Hopefully, Hopefully not. not. Jinx, you and me, Coke. There's Hopefully with two cats. And a doggo. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is his name going to be Bingo? No. It'd be Bingo the doggo. Katie, what are you doing? Tell me about you. Mm. It's all about you. I don't know. Managing anxiety. Trying to... Katie's been working from home. Yeah, which is really cool because my boss like surprised me kind of and said like... She kind of out, found out I was uncomfortable and a little anxious and she was like if you want to work from home like you can make that work so that was really cool she ran out the door (laughs) yeah but i guess i should say that if you're feeling anxious or something it's worth it speaking up especially to all my fellow puffs who we don't know how to speak up um and you might be totally anxious while you're doing it and it's scary but in this instance like just being honest and open like was really beneficial to me it's a little psa yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, just trying to stay healthy and work out and trying to eat better. Yep. Yep. Um, I have nothing going on. My sc- my school has now been completely online, which is going to suck for me because I don't do well with online classes. So I'm hoping to still do well enough that I pass. Um, so it's just making me anxious. And um, that's probably it. <laughs> I'm not really doing much like yeah. now with my having like a week off next week where I don't have to work or um, really I mean I'm still have school stuff to do and switch stuff to do but like I'm trying to get my life like stuff in order like I just went through all of my clothes and stuff this is going to sound crazy I got rid of several bags of stuff of just stuff like clothes and shoes and like yeah wall hangings basically and all this stuff that I'm glad I got rid of and feels feel, good to feeling a less stuff less cluttered in my life but there's like i have a lot of harry potter things that i have that i don't need 
Um, I've kind of been thinking the same thing lately. Like, like I do don't, I want to move all this stuff again? I don't need literally, like, I think I have 10 copies of the first book. I don't need no. that many. Um, and I'm there's other people I'm that not would say anything like <laughs> there are people that would need slash want, you know, this series. And I have Absolutely. like the whole, you know, Absolutely. I don't need it. And so I got to go through things. You donate them to uh, my school. Possibly. We'll, we'll see what happens. I want to like if I give because I have like a, a set of all of the books like mm-hmm. paperback. Mm-hmm. Like I really want to give it to someone that like wants them and like will really appreciate them i um, have a really good idea for yours and mine's stuff but we can talk about it yeah. after the episode um and that's that's pretty much it i had a rough week this week um the beginning of it was a rough i had a rough day um so i'm glad to have some time off but i just wish i knew what was going on yeah um what else is happening that's pretty much it not doing much Trying to keep my head leveled. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, and that's that's it. Also, um, if you're oh, by the time you're listening to this, I don't know if there's going to be any more voting, but vote. Yeah, oh, there will be. There will be. I think it goes until June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our primaries are so weird. next week. Yeah, ours are next week. <sighs> well, let me leave this with two things. The first thing is for anyone listening to this, going through this really weird time in our world happiness (gasps) can be found even in the darkest of times if only one remembers to turn on the lights tomorrow's friday the 13th yeah Mm -hmm. and one i think the reason why my monday was like so not so was because it was a full moon super moon full moon Mm. it's crazy also before i go i want to talk about this cool app that my friend made me download if you're into astrology and stuff which if you're not cool if you are cool um, it's called CoStar, and it says today you are indestructible. Ooh, wow. Nice, yeah. I need that. Yeah. The other day, it told me. Um, let me find it. it. Was I thought it was funny? It's not gonna load now, of course. It was like something about like you have to get rid of like your material crutch or something like that. And I was like, oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Also, just a reminder for everybody: wash your hands for twenty seconds. Sing happy birthday to yourself twice. Or sing, you know, like the Hogwarts theme song or something slowly. Just, you know, get or listen to us your for fingers, 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> scrub where your nails are, do a little swish swish with your hands. We should sing a song for you guys to wash your hands to. This is the way we wash our hands. Wash our hands. Wash, wash our, our hands. hands. This is the way Swish washes their hands. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Every twenty Hold seconds. On. All right. What are we singing? I don't know. Go. One, two, three. This is the way Swish washes their hands. Washes their hands. Washes their hands. This is the way Swish washes their hands. Washes their hands. Washes their hands. Swish, 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 swish. That was 20 seconds. That's how long you should wash your hands. Get in between your fingers. That's one of the most unreached areas. And the back of your hands and your thumbs. The back of your thumbs. Wash your thumbs. Keep your fingers out of your mouth. Don't touch your face. And most importantly, just listen to Swish. Yeah. <laughs> Just listen to Swish. En- enjoy March. My birthday's coming up, and I'll be old. <laughs> okay. 
That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. And remember, you're just the same as we are. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing! Just my voice! Can you do the whole beginning in a Florence voice? Yeah, sure. Hello, and welcome to Switch and Flick. So Harry had a little bit of trouble sleeping that night, and his dreams were I his... I thought you were going to say oh. Harry had a little lamb, and I don't know why. Harry had a little lamb. Baha, baha. not singing the right tune. Correct. <laughs> well, you're definitely not. <laughs> it's two songs together. I'm so confused. Let's just start your section over with because I'm crazy. And this is already off to a, a wonderful start. All right. Well. Wow. So, <laughs> you scared the living daylights out of me. I can hear you, Tato. <laughs> I've wanted Harry Tato. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I thought something was wrong. She got a hairy potato, everyone. Be happy for her. So excited. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.